the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along on 98.9 The Answer, and we hope that you will follow us on the podcast. If you cannot hear the show live, you can check out the podcast at 9890answer.com. Click on Listen, click on Shows, find your way to the Bruce Hooley Show podcast, page on down past all those national guys, and there it is with the commercials taken out. We talked yesterday in this segment about how you're being programmed and how you're being played. And we talked also about the expenditure of uh, public tax dollars from the state's super-duper fund. Yeah, that's the real name. Somebody decided, let's call it the super-duper fund. And so they did. And uh, the state Senate and the, and the uh, Ohio House each have a $350 million amount of money burning a hole in their pocket, and they can divvy it out to... All these different initiatives that they want to, uh, one of which is a uh, bike loop in downtown Columbus. So today, keep that in the back of your mind because we're going to work our way back to it. We're going to help our public officials try to spend our tax dollars more judiciously. And while we do it, solve what appears to be a, a, a pressing problem here in the city of Columbus. Uh, first, how are more of our tax dollars being spent? Well, uh, Jordan Laird Columbus Dispatch reports today that Franklin County has so far paid two attorneys $355,000 to serve as special prosecutors in the Jason Mead murder trial. Now you say, wait a minute, don't we have a Franklin County prosecutor named Gary Tyak? We do, you just never see him. You didn't see him during the William Hughes trial. <laughs> you don't ever see Gary Tyak. He's like, I don't know what he's doing. He's not prosecuting any cases. Now, in this case, I'll cut him some slack. He couldn't prosecute it because he's defending Mr. Meade and the Franklin County Sheriff's Office in a civil suit filed by Casey Goodson Jr.'s family. And Casey Goodson, of course, was a 23-year-old black man who was shot to death a couple of years ago when he was... Uh, Let's just try to say this as uh, dispassionately as possible. When he crossed paths with Deputy Jason Mead, who was working on a federal task force, and Mead said he saw Casey Goodson waving a gun around. Now, the prosecution, the $355,000 prosecution, would have you believe that Jason Mead, a career law enforcement officer with no complaints of violent behavior toward minorities chose at that moment to reverse an entire career's service in law enforcement in broad daylight to pursue Casey Goodson and hunt him down and shoot him like 
He had no regard for his life, even though Jason Mead, a Baptist pastor, by the way, had not shown any propensity to do anything like this over a law enforcement career of approximately 20 years. That's what they would have you believe. And so they tried to sell that to a jury in Franklin County last week, and and not enough people bought it. And they had to declare a mistrial because they ran through alternates, like at the rate of about one, not even one a day, like one every time the jury went and deliberates, somebody fell out. So now the question is, do they re-prosecute Jason Mead? Well, if they do, it's going to cost them another bundle of dough because they're up to 355 is the official number. But later on in this story, it says that there's 40 grand that they haven't billed for yet. And uh, so there's, there's, there's a lot of money there, okay? Looks like they're going to need more because last night was in Andrew Ginther's Columbus a Pretty representative weeknight. We had um, in the 2800 block of Drew Heights Place, a 44-year-old mom, Laquanda, Laquandra Williams, fatally shot her 21-year-old, or shot a 21-year-old, I don't know if it's his her son or not, Jahad Hughes. She apparently and he were arguing inside the apartment. Uh, She went outside. He gathered his belongings to leave. He walked outside. She murdered him. Uh, On the southeast side of Columbus on Tuesday, we had a 17-year-old, Josiah Sims, shot by two men who were accused of his murder, a 44-year-old and a 64-year-old, Angelo Bowers Jr. and Roy Hairston. I wonder if uh, 21-year-old Jahad Hughes murdered or... 17-year-old Josiah Sims murdered. I wonder if they'll get people to gather for them and stage a march against uh, the people who killed them, like Casey Goodson had people marshal together Sunday night and marched for him. I wonder if that'll happen. I wonder if uh, 17-year-old Josiah Sims or 21-year-old Jahad Hughes. I wonder if their lives meant very much to people enough to come out and protest, or if because uh, they did not die purportedly at the hand of a law enforcement officer, even though in Casey Goodson's case, his actions 100% motivated the result of that unfortunate interaction with Jason Mead. Uh, I wonder if the two murdered last night will get a get a march. We don't know. We don't know. We do know that today, Pammy May, the uh, foster mom of five-year-old Darnell Taylor, who was murdered last week, we could throw Darnell in, too, as, as young black people who deserve a march in their honor but won't get one. I wonder if uh, uh, Pammy May's coming back to Columbus today in the custody of law enforcement, soon to be charged with the murder of Darnell Taylor. Franklin County Children's Services tells Bethany Bruner and Shahid Megan of the Columbus Dispatch uh, that there was a substantiated allegation of physical abuse or neglect related to Darnell from March of 2022, which was more than a year before Pammy May and her husband took custody of him. They were his legal guardians. 
Scott Varner is the director of Franklin County Children's Services, which has not exactly covered themselves in glory over the past couple of years. You'll remember that Micaiah Bryant, the young woman who tried to stab another young woman and was shot by a rookie Columbus police officer who walked out his training in perfect fashion to save the young woman who was about to be stabbed by Micaiah Bryant. Micaiah Bryant was a Franklin County Children's Services situation. So Scott Varner, he is the director of communications. He doesn't head the place. He's just the person who gets handed the bag of crap to come out and explain their bag of crap adjudication of these cases. Uh, He says, as such, our agency will be limited in any additional release of information about Darnell's history, his family, or his custody with the May family. I mean, after all, what right do you as a citizen have to know about whether Franklin County Children's Services is monitoring the situation of a young boy who was taken out of his home by allegations of abuse before his fifth birthday and then was given to a foster family whose mother, from all accounts, murdered him? What right do you have as a taxpayer to know anything about that? Just sit down over there and be quiet. We're doing things the right way here. Now... I bring all this up, this dysfunction in our public agencies, and we're going back to the super-duper fund and the bike path in downtown Columbus. It's going to cost millions because we have another tale of woe in the dispatch today from Peter Gill. And Peter Gill, um, I'll just read it right out of the story, covers immigration, North American communities, and religion for the dispatch. I bet he's a religious scholar. Uh, in partnership with Report for America. And then it says, you can support work like his with a tax-deductible deductible donation to Report for America. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is getting so bad at the Columbus Dispatch and other newspapers that they are soliciting you to pay for their lousy journalism because no one's subscribing, no one's buying, and their business model is unsustainable. Not soon enough is it unsustainable, but eventually they will go out of business and maybe we'll have cake here on the show to celebrate it. But Peter Gill tells us about the poor Haitian illegal immigrants. Oh, he doesn't call them that. He calls them asylum seekers. Who were living at the colonial village apartments when it was shut down because of all the different repairs and everything that it had to go, uh, that had to happen because they were living in inhumane conditions. Guess where they're living now? They're living in nine hotels in Columbus, paid for by you and various other agencies in Columbus who are funded by your tax dollars. I have a suggestion. Could we pass on the bike path from the Super Duper Fund and donate the COVID money that the state won't give back so that we could give these poor Haitian asylum seekers a livable place to lay their head. Would that make any sense to anyone but me? I try not to use my platform here on the Bruce Hooley Show for uh, personal agenda items. And now that I'm a member of my local school board, I have to be even more careful with that because uh, people assume... Uh, people who don't like me and didn't want me on the school board, assume 
uh, that everything I say here, I'm speaking for my local board of education. Uh, let me make clear that nothing I say here is the view of the board on which I serve. I'm one member of five on that board. So I just want to disclose up front that what I'm about to say is not the opinion of the board on which I serve, uh, but it is my opinion, and it is extrapolated beyond where I serve into areas where you live because there's a movement afoot in the state of Ohio to take away your rights as a voter and as, if this applies to you, a property owner. And uh, that agenda item out there is being led by home builders who are pressuring your state legislators to take away your right to have a voice on zoning decisions in the areas where you live, most notably in townships. I'm sure the perception of developers is that townships are run by a bunch of rubes who don't have the money or the sophistication or even the awareness to realize that developers are trying to overrun these townships and just take them over with rampant development. Now, this is always posed under the guise of development is good. We need it. Central Ohio is lagging behind. We don't have an affordable housing. We don't have this. We don't have that. And, oh, if only we could get rid of these regulations. They're just terrible. we got to get rid of these regulations that are blocking us from being able to build big, huge apartment complexes and massive new home communities anywhere and everywhere. Because if not, we're just going to fall behind and we're going to why well, we're going to become just, you know, Irrelevant in the grand scheme of the expansion of uh, well-thought-out, well-planned communities. That's what they're going to tell us, and that's what they are telling us. So, pay attention, Madison County. Tomorrow night, 6 p.m., at the Pleasant Valley Fire Department, which is at 650 West Main Street in Plain City, if you are a resident of Darby Township, or even if you are not a resident of Darby Township, If you are a resident of the surrounding school district, I would strongly encourage you to be at this meeting. Don't come angry, okay? Because this meeting is being called by the township trustees, and they are doing it to offer you an opportunity to become informed about projects that are initially gaining steam for the 161 development corridor into Plain City or for the U.S. Route 42 development corridor into Plain City. Now, why is this important? Well, it's important because if you go back mm, 10, 15 years and ask people who live in the Olentangy School District, hey, do you wish you had been apprised of a meeting in your area to let you know that they were going to build, 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 and build on top of buildings on U.S. Route 23 and turn what used to be a nice scenic drive to Delaware into a traffic light laden commuting hell. Do you wish you had been told of those meetings 15 or 20 years ago? So you could have gone and maybe had a little bit of input as a property owner. My guess is the answer would be yes. So this is your chance, Madison County, whether you live in Darby township or not to come and find out what's going to be going on. And I know one of the developers who's going to be here and I'm sure they're going to tell us about how 
we need this big old apartment complex. And sure, you don't have big old apartment complexes out there right now, but you know, yeah, if you do, why then you'll really be like, you won't be behind anymore. Well, you're not behind if you don't have one. You're just trying to keep the character of the community in which you live. But this is an authority in the state of Ohio that goes back to 1947. Townships gained the authority because urban development, sound familiar, was spilling uncontrolled into townships. And so the Building Industry of Association of Central Ohio, the BIA, the people who put on the Parade of Homes, they want to go back to pre-1947. And they want to say, you know, you township guys and gals, you rural residents, you just don't have the sophistication to understand local zoning referendums, tax abatements. In fact, in fact, hey, local school board, we'd like to enact a law in the state of Ohio that wouldn't even allow you anymore to require your approval for us to give away the farm on tax abatements to big companies like Amazon and others that come into central Ohio. I mean, sure, you're going to be on the hook to educate these kids at about 15 grand a pop, but you don't really need any tax revenue to do that. Mm -hmm. Here's John Melchi, executive director of the BIA of Central Ohio. John, you're welcome to come on the show anytime. Our primary concern, listen to this, see if you believe this. This is the guy who's in charge of the building industry of Central Ohio. Our primary concern, I can't wait to hear. I, I can't wait to hear what the building industry of Central Ohio's primary concern is. I'm sure it'll be asking the residents what they think and whether they want their neighborhoods to stay as they are. We'll see. Our primary concern, Mr. Melchi says, is being able to build the amount of housing needed, not just in Central Ohio, but throughout the state. What we've seen is a system of approvals and processes that is not working. Well, I bet it's not working the way John Melchi and the builders want it to work. Because they got to go to township meetings, and they got to convince residents, and they got to go before zoning boards, and they just rather have like one state legislator whose pockets they could line with campaign contributions and get his approval and get all the other people in the state house to approve it, and then they wouldn't have to deal with the people who actually live where they're going to have to deal with the consequences of John Melchi and his BIA coming in and overrunning your community with their progress. You want to know what John Melchi and the BIA's primary concern really is? Making money. And I don't blame him for that. That's his, that is his job. Making money for the developers. But it doesn't mean you get to overrun people. It doesn't mean you get to take away their rights to have their voices heard. It doesn't mean you get to repeal laws that have been in place since 1947. He says, because the state legislature gave townships the ability to zone land in the 1940s, isn't a good enough reason to keep it in 2024. Why not? Because you don't like it. That's why. So be at that meeting tomorrow night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.